0: Welcome to this week's podcast. I am currently alone. Oh, sad! I'm really sad for myself, and you know I hate doing these podcasts alone. Um, but we' uh, down a grandparent this week because she's poorly. So um, Philly's currently looking after the babies while I talk about six ways I've made my weight loss easy for myself in 2024. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, um, in uh, end of October 2023, I had twins, um, and I spent a good few months just focusing on some non-negotiables looking after myself and I am incredibly lucky because our babies um are very good sleepers and I'm sorry to all the mums out there who may hate me when I say this phrase but they have been sleeping through from 10 till 7 since about eight weeks um and they're currently even sleeping a little bit longer so I apologize because I know you all probably hate me a little bit however um I didn't do anything to achieve this I think they just really love food in the daytime so (laughs) they don't need as much at night um um, but that has meant that I because I'm getting quite well a really good sleep at night every night I'm actually finding things um not too bad to manage at the minute um because I feel like when when we get good sleep everything feels a little bit more achievable doesn't it so it, it meant that I got quite a bit of headspace back quite quickly on my journey um and I also um feel like because I'm getting so much support on my journey as a mum, uh, like I don't do the all the parenting by myself, um, I'm not on traditional maternity leave, so me and Phil split the parenting 50-50, which means we both get to work, we both get to parent, um, and we've got four incredible grandparents who are always on hand, apart from when they're ill, <laughs> to look after the babies, so I am in a really, really lucky position. And the reason I give you that background is because I know not all mums have have it as lucky as me. I am very, very aware that I am lucky. But it does mean... That because I've had all that support, the babies are giving me nice sleep. It, it, it meant that I got myself into a, a, a nice headspace again pretty quickly on on my journey as a mum. And I know this isn't common um, from what I see for mums. And I know a lot of mums really, really struggle with kind of losing who they felt they were um, after they've had babies. I know this because I've worked with hundreds of mums. And it did actually help me on my journey as well, because I knew exactly what I was going to struggle with becoming a mum. So it meant that I had loads of strategies that I was already putting in place before I even had the babies to help me with that transition. So I've been incredibly lucky and I am not denying that. So it meant that I have got myself in a really good position, like I say, feeling good, feeling like I had the headspace to potentially take on the weight loss side of things. But this was a really interesting one for me because I had to sit with this for for quite some time to think about where my desire to lose weight was coming from, um, because what I did not want to do was um, go on to go into a weight loss journey from a place of like punishment, so feeling like I had to lose weight to get my body back, or um, I needed to lose weight to be accepted, or to do my job, or whatever it may be. And I I genuinely sat with this for a good two to three weeks maybe even more before I decided to actively pursue weight loss and I really wanted to make sure that it was coming from a good place and not a place of like I say punishment or in um, what the world tells us we should be doing or how we should be doing it. And I genuinely can hand on heart say that it didn't. I feel really, really accepting of the body I'm in. I think that is largely due to the fact that I have done a lot of work over the past four to five years on my body image. Um, and I'm able to focus on the things that being a mum and having twins has given me. Um, so yes, my belly looks different. Yes, it's absolutely covered in stretch marks. But I've really been able to be very very positive about that and I actually genuinely think that well I wouldn't have these babies if my body didn't look the way that it did so I've been I've I've found a really really accepting place of that I also when I had the babies couldn't fit in my maternity clothes I couldn't fit in my clothes that I had pre-baby so I actually made the decision to Buy a, a, just a small selection of, of new clothes so that I, no matter what situation was in, I, I felt really, really good. So I, I got some basics, so I got some like sports based stuff, some like um, leggings that made me feel really good, a couple of nice tops. I got, um, some like wide leg pants that were really versatile that I could wear with loads of tops because I had enough tops that I could wear in jumpers and things like that. Um, I got a few like nice skirts that I knew would be versatile, some nice little satin skirts that I could throw t-shirts and jumpers with. I got um a jumpsuit because you know I love a jumpsuit Um. So I I have a wardrobe filled of clothes that when I put them on make me feel good. So I knew that this wasn't coming from a place of me feeling like I had to change. It was coming from a place of, do you know what, I am really accepting of my body right now and I know that it's enough and it's done an incredible job at getting me to where I've got it to but I, I won't deny it that if I lost a little bit of weight I may feel a little bit more confident. I don't have to lose that weight, it was my decision that I was like, I would actively like to pursue this, but my why came from a really different place this time, and my why was more of like a a challenge for myself, because... I'm in a position where I've spent a lot of years, as I say, working on all the barriers that have previously held me back um, from achieving what I wanted to achieve. I'm very self-aware. I know I have movement that makes me feel good. I'm really in tune with my food habits, why I eat what I eat. I have really, really great systems in place for food, that I have worked on for five to six years now. I have spent a really long time removing all of the barriers that could have potentially stopped me from losing weight. So I knew that I didn't have tons of things standing in my way. It was more the new challenges that being a mum had brought me that, that I wanted to kind of work through and basically bring myself to this new place of actually like, let's, let's challenge myself. Let's, push myself now and see what I can achieve and I've really had to use that why as a well I'm getting out of my comfort zone right now it doesn't feel comfortable to maybe um challenge a few of the food decisions that I'm making because the comfortable thing would be when I'm feeling a little bit sad or stressed because of the babies like to reach for the food but I really want to challenge that and see what I can achieve as a result of that so that is that is kind of my why, why I ended up on this um, weight loss journey. And, and I thought it'd be nice to give you a bit of a background of where I'm at. And then I wanted to share six different ways that I have made this easy for myself. Now, these six ways are things that I do every single day with my clients. So these are not new things. This is me just basically practicing what I preach. <laughs> so the first thing that I have done is not rushed weight loss. So rather than changing all of my habits overnight, which I have done in the past and which you probably will be like, oh my goodness, yeah, I do that every time I start something new, like a diet or just trying to actively lose a bit of weight. What I did was I gave myself a little bit of patience to understand my new habits around food. So I wasn't even actively trying to lose weight in the first kind of like month or so of this journey. But because of that, it allowed me to stay consistent each day because instead of getting really critical of what I was doing or what I wasn't doing, I was just getting curious and starting to understand have I am I doing things a little bit differently than I was pre babies? Like am I reaching for food in a different situation? Am I maybe emotionally in a little bit more in certain situations? What are triggering those emotions for me? I was really just spending a good chunk of time understanding what my habits look like and that kind of follows into my second point of keeping a food diary in detail and this is one that when I work with clients the clients that do the best hands down are the ones who keep a detailed food diary so I wanted to embrace that on my journey and go learn from the the people that I've worked with. Of those who excel and and get really quick results in terms of their relationship with food and improving their food habits, and ultimately losing weight in the long run, uh, those people who keep a food diary. So I really embraced this on my journey, and basically with the food diary, it's not just writing down what I was eating, but exploring my thoughts and feelings and emotions that were coming around food and learning more about myself and why I was eating certain things on each day. And the really great part about this is I started making some changes to my food without having to force myself to do so, because I was just like, oh yeah, I have been doing that, I can do that to make that quick change, that little change there. And even just those two things of spending time getting to know what I was doing means that I I did lose weight, but it wasn't because I was really pushing myself to lose a certain amount each week or... um, do things in a certain way it was just those natural tweaks that I made by raising awareness around my habits keeping that detailed food diary that I saw changes happening on the scales but also um that comes down to number three which is actually not focusing too much on the scales so yes I am tracking my weight but I'm not letting any ups and downs or maintenance results dictate how I feel or what I do next and again This is because I spent a lot of time breaking down my relationship with the scales. I would typically um, jump on the scales. If it had gone up, I'd beat myself up and change things um, and realise that, sorry, and then um, feel like I needed to do something different. Instead, what I do is irrelevant of what it says on those scales, I move on with my day and I keep focused on my goals, my daily habits, and my behaviours because I recognise that actually the time that I have spent actively trying to lose weight on this journey it probably isn't enough of a picture to recognize what is happening on the whole for my body so I want to give it a little bit more time to to see like okay is what I'm doing right now meaning that I am reducing my weight on the scales gradually is it meaning that I'm staying where I'm at or is it meaning that I'm going up and by building up that picture over time it means that I know what I'm doing or the result of what I'm doing and I can then make tweaks if I need to. Um, But the big thing for me, particularly because I've got IBS and my bloating can massively impact <laughs> the scales from day to day, I'm trying to pay more attention to how my clothes feel on me. Because that is often a, a way better indicator of weight loss for me than the scales because they fluctuate so much <laughs> that it, it is challenging to to use those as an accurate representation and I can feel that my clothes are feeling looser, therefore I know that I am making changes and that is um, getting me the result long term that I would like to be at. The fourth thing that I'm looking at is being kind to myself and this is really really tough today because it's so much easier for us to be harsh and unkind to ourselves. You know it, you're listening to this and you're like yeah I hear you Jen but I am actively trying to challenge that and instead I'm listening to my body and you may have seen on my Instagram I after three months went back to the gym, I was increasing my walks, I felt ready for that. However, my body was internally clearly wasn't ready. It was too much. And I actually ended up back at the doctors just to check that everything was going all right. I've got myself a little mummy MOT booked in um, after speaking to a physio who recommended it just to check how. what do I need to do for my body to get it in a position where I can move again? Because movement for me is all about my mental health and I can tell when it's not there. And I would love to get back in that but instead of beating myself up for doing too much or going too quickly and and feeling like I've made myself go backwards, I've been really challenging those thoughts and really focusing on like trying to bring myself back into what I actually can do rather than beating myself up for what I may not be able to do at this moment in time. I'm really focusing on giving myself a little bit of patience and reminding myself that I don't need to be doing everything right now and that it will come. And that was really challenging for me because movement, I I struggled with movement in my pregnancy because of like pelvic girdle pain, really, really was triggered by walking. Towards the end, I couldn't get to the gym because it felt like it was too much with 20s. <laughs> so it's been a while since I've been able to move my body in how I normally do. And I really found there was a, le- a great level of frustration in that. But by being able to challenge it, and keep bringing it back onto what I was doing, it helped me to stay positive, and and keep doing the bits that were working, which was the short walks, extending it very, very slowly, and uh, moving in line with my body as best I can. Which again, moves me on to number five, which is my wins list. Now this has been such an important part of my journey. This is something that I've been doing for a really long time, but I have kind of dipped out of the habit a little bit. So I brought it back in because I know as part of my journey, um, my weight loss journey it's even more important to, to be celebrating what I am doing. So each evening what I do is I write down a minimum of three wins for my day and that is minimum. If I can think of more I will always write more um, but what it does is it ensures that I take the chance to celebrate what I have done because it's so easy to focus on what we've not done. Our brains are literally programmed to focus on the negative so by focusing on what I have done it gives me a more positive outlook on my whole journey and it's helpful on those more difficult days because I can guarantee you even on the most challenging days you will have done things that are moving you towards your goals. You just might not or you might be choosing not to acknowledge those and be focusing on the things that maybe haven't gone so well but I can guarantee you even if your win is get you got up and got out of bed this morning you got up for yourself and you got out of that bed for yourself which is moving you towards where you want to be because that some days is enough and with with my kind of, one thing that really triggers for me is when I feel like I'm not doing enough. So I am actively making sure that every day I'm celebrating everything that I am doing. That might be related to my weight loss journey and it might sometimes be outside of that. It doesn't matter. I am celebrating anything that I want to celebrate on that day to keep me in a really positive headspace. And then finally, number six is the accountability and support. So I did not want to go on this journey on my own. And I have had a coach probably for the last five years in some capacity. Um, Since having the babies, I've recently changed my coach um, to... Sky, who um, is Sky of Nutrition on Instagram, if you want to check her out. Uh, but she, I worked with Sky a little while back, so probably about three to four years back. And I had a really, really great time working with Sky. Um, and I decided to go back to working with her because she works predominantly around kind of relationship with food, um, similar to what I do. Um, but she works with a lot of coaches. So I wanted to go back to Sky because I knew that the the way that my habits will change will be largely related to around food, um. So I wanted someone who would be looking um at my food diary and basically doing what I do for my clients, um, to help me achieve my goals as well. So it's been really, really, really great to have that little bit of input on um, just knowing that there's going to be somewhere if someone there if I need a bit of more support with something because. We all have our difficult days, and knowing that I've got someone there to have my back and help me through those days that I can reach out to means that not only am I looking after myself, but I am the best version of myself for the babies, for Phil, for my clients. And ultimately, when I'm the best version of myself, I am more able to do one to five on this list and get to my goals so that accountability and support was so incredibly important for me to make sure that everything else happened um, and and make sure that I'm I'm taking that time to reflect on each week and learn about myself each week so these six things are all part of the process that helps me and my clients to succeed with weight loss that and that is the key thing I There is nothing on here that I do not teach each day to each of the people that I work with. I am quite literally living through everything that I do with the people that I work with to help them lose weight. And if you implement these six things, I know for a fact that you are going to see progress on your journey too. If you do want any extra support with that, like, you know where I am. You can just pop me a message on Instagram and, and just say, I don't know, Whatever you want, <laughs> help me, Jen. <laughs> but I, 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 am here to support you on that journey if you would like, and or if you genuinely have any questions about any of this or want to know a little bit more, um, I can potentially point you in the direction of another podcast that we've done uh, to help you learn more about maybe one to six of those things um, that that you want to really delve in deep on. I have no doubt that at some point along our journey, we've done a, a podcast on those, but that is, that is how I am really, really making sure that I'm successful on my journey, so thanks for listening to me on my own, um, I actually feel like I did a decent job there, so um, go me, that's my win for today, I did a little solo podcast all by myself, there's no on the spot question, because I ain't got no one to ask it to. <laughs> Um, But I hope you've had um, a fabulous day so far, whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this. And if you did enjoy this one and you think other people might find it helpful, maybe just share it to a friend or even give us a little rate or subscribe at the bottom. Um, It genuinely really fills me with joy to know that having taken this time out has helps you in some way so if it or or just pop me a message and tell me you liked it because it's nice to know that i'm i'm out there helping people um to to work towards their goal or maybe i've given you a light bulb moment today let me know what that is but if not um if not you have i know you've got a light bulb moment from this um see see what i'm doing here is i'm struggling to say goodbye on my own so all i'm going to do right now is say see you later and i'll catch you next week